Hello everyone and welcome to the Raw Sessions podcast. My name's Emmy and I'm a student worker at G2. Hi, my name's Adam. I'm the associate, one of the associate pastors and a former student worker at G2. You are indeed. And today we are chatting all about singleness. So we thought it would be a really good idea to just kind of chat about our context, where we've come from, um, on our relationship journeys, our singleness journeys. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm going to kick it off. Um, I... For, I didn't really think about relationships, honestly, until, well, teenage years, mm. and in my secondary school, I had all non-Christian friends, so it was just really normal to be like, ooh, where are all the fit boys, and all that yeah, sort of thing, yeah. like, flick your hair about. <laughs> um, I got into a relationship when I was in, like, year 10 for a few months that mm. didn't really account to anything, of course, because it was year 10, and I was really young. Um, and then we broke up. I was single for a while then. Um, I actually got baptised in that, like, singleness period mm. and totally found, like, Jesus properly, like, started right. reading my Bible. Um, like, just committed my life in loads of different ways to him. I moved countries at that time as well. Because of Jesus? Because of Jesus. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Absolutely. Because of Jesus. Um, you, what, tell me, what? That was whole Jesus. You? Personally, or like your family? I like our family. Uh, like, okay, it was classic yeah, okay. dad's job, but come uh, on, okay, yeah, Jesus. Yeah. I just saw this image of like 16 year old you being like, the Lord has called me, I'm just going. <laughs> I see the light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to Dallas. Yeah. I'm going to Dallas, that's where he's pointed out. It was definitely a Jesus thing. But the whole point of the whole yeah, Jesus yeah. thing in that was Jesus just showing me totally like what is right from wrong in like relationship stuff, but then also, I guess, just following him. Mm. Um, and so I didn't really, I had this whole thing where. When I was in secondary school, my friends, um, we were all, everyone, whenever a guy walked in the room, all of us would be like, look at that guy. Yeah, basically. Mm -mm. That was the noise that we make, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) If you ever made that noise, Mm -mm. stop making it. Yeah, please stop (laughs) making that noise. That's the podcast for today. Yeah. Um, But I got to Texas and everyone, the whole like, no one really cares what anyone looks like, like really, like you can wear like sports gear all the time. And I guess that is cool there. But, like, I just realised, oh, that is such a different thing. Oh, it's a different way than I should be living. Yeah. Um, and so I just didn't really, like, notice boys. Or like, I, didn't, mm. I, didn't just th- I just didn't think about relationships in the same way. I didn't see people in the same way mm-hmm. for, in, the, in a good way. Yeah. Um, and then I got to university and there was loads... There was Come loads me, boys! <laughs> no, I never said that! <laughs> <laughs> But all of a sudden, there was loads of Christian guys everywhere yeah, yeah, that I yeah. never noticed before. Um, and so that was like a whole realisation of, God, everything you've taught me, stick. Yeah. Um, I ended up getting into my first, uh, my, like, my first proper relationship, mm-hmm. I'd call it, mm-hmm. in my first year. Um, he was a Christian and we dated for about nine months. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... I got out of that relationship, which was really hard for me. Um, I basically just totally idolised the guy I was with, even though we both loved Jesus, we both idolised each other. Mm -hmm. Um, And then a lot of the singleness period after that was like healing from that relationship and also figuring out what does a relationship look like. It's great. Um, And then the the kind of, I'll, I'll preface it with this, my second relationship was in my third year, just for a few months. Um, at the end, but kind of in between, like processing the last relationship and then before that one, I just felt really content in singleness. Mm, that's cool. And I felt like 
I didn't like intentionally say, oh, I'm going to spend this time yeah. single. Like I was like, if someone walks along, they walks along brilliant. But oh, I didn't say that right, but you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but I'm not looking, and also I don't, I don't feel the need to look. Like yeah. I can see myself being single forever. You, you could say you were single, but you weren't ready to mingle. I. That is exactly what you could say. That yeah. is what you could say. Yeah. You're not wrong. You, as you're rolling it out today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I got into another relationship and uh-huh. I was in third year. And then that ended and now I am single. Um, which honestly, it feels different than the last time I'm single. It's, yeah, been, okay. it's been harder to be mm. single. Mm. Um, the contentment that I had before the last relationship is like one that I'm like, God, remind me what that looks like again. Mm. But that I know is real. Yeah. So I'm like actively trying to yeah, seek okay. that contentment again with Jesus. What about you, Adam? First of all, thank you so much for your honesty. Yeah. Like that's Perfect. just that was really <laughs> refreshing and yeah, vulnerable. Um, and the whole thing of contentment, I think, is something we're going to pick up quite a bit yeah. today. Um, so my story. So I'm now married. So I got married Woo! two two years ago in 2018. Um, and I actually married. Uh, I'd never been going out with someone before I started going out with the woman who's now my wife Sarah so we started going out in my second year of uni in 2015 that would have been wow. dating three and a half years got married the rest is history um, <laughs> but I think in thinking about this podcast and singleness I so I, I wasn't really in didn't really have much like primary school early teenage years like not for lack of trying early teenage years but I went to an all boys <laughs> school so I had zero game I would say I probably had I probably had a negative game like I negative remember like game. I was in an all boys school but like we were like an all boys school with like three all girls schools all around oh, us really? so like like honestly in my second school I, I would say it was like a hunting ground like there were some wow. thirsty fellas at this school as you can expect <laughs> um, but I would so you'd be on like the bus and they'd be like girls in schools on the bus but yeah a and B didn't. He couldn't do anything. He no. was not. He was not good. With Did the, you like the have that moment when like a girl would say hi, what's on it, or something like that, where you'd just be like, huh, huh, huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 a little bit like that. I used to, when I was like in year eight, my oh, mum no. had like written my name on the outside of my backpack. Oh, it's such no. a classic, God bless her, classic mum thing to do. But like. That that's not a suave move for the ladies to that have your name not. in your backpack, but um, at least they knew your name though. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> there you go. But um, but anyway, yeah. So I, and then I I think when I was sort of sixteen, seventeen, I remember sixteen, like properly trying it on with some girls and like Christian youth camps, classic and like church youth group. I remember like texting girls and like kind of messaging and like really enjoying mm-hmm. attention from girls and yeah. like really like I remember like really like not just in like a sense of my friend but in the sense of like I think I, I know I can kind of push this a bit flirt a bit mm. get a bit of affirmation from that um, I remember this one girl I convinced her like to break up with her boyfriend because I was like I quite want to go out with this girl and then I was like actually no I can't be bothered to go with her so she broke <gasps> up with this fella so not okay and then if you're listening this fella whoever you are I'm so sorry <laughs> um, but yeah that's not good is it but the, that's I, lo- not I kind of knew that wasn't good afterwards I, I was yeah. like 16 and then I remember praying to Jesus I was like look I really want to get to know you more God. I really want to like devote myself to you I just don't want like girls to be a thing that's what I prayed and that's what I focused on and that's quite a weird thing to pray when you succeed and all your mates are, yeah. uh, are horny fellas yeah. um, and then I was like okay I don't I just don't want this I'm like 21 for like 5 years I just, I just don't want this I don't want this mm. um, and I actually met my wife when I was 21 mm. so girlfriend it would have been obviously then um, yeah it wasn't like an arranged marriage instant <laughs> <laughs> um, but and I've kind of 
if I'm honest with you, I've not really thought about that much until this podcast, until thinking mm. about this. I've kind of been like, oh, actually, I kind of was like, you know, Jesus, let's intentionally go for this. And in those five years, I really grew up my faith. I would say I kind of mm. properly took on what it meant to be a Christian. Like, you, I got baptised in that time. I um, started uni. I did a gap year, did all that classic Christian stuff, but um, mm. really owned my faith for, its, for itself, really like personally knew what it meant to follow God, to know him, to walk with him yeah. um, in that time. Um, so I really, really, even though I'm now married, I, I don't want that to like disqualify what I'm saying because I really have a value on singleness, yeah. um, and I really kind of want to get that across in this podcast and from the get go, sort of va- say yeah. that, and um, we both want to talk about that. Yeah. Um, so in that context, what what do you MEC and kind of mm. here in like the student world today? What would you say? And particularly, I guess, like yeah. the kind of the church bubble and church stuff that we're looking at. Yeah. With it. You know, it's really funny. When I first came to university, I basically my parents didn't meet at university. They met like university age. Yeah. But I didn't realise that it was a thing that people came to university like actively being like, mm. this is where I'll meet my wife mm-hmm. or my husband. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was quite a shock to me when I first got into first year. Um, and that definitely like impacts how people see each other, how people make friends. Um, yeah, it, there's so many different things that people come into university with along the the kind of theme of relationships. One of them is like the whole like casual dating scene. Mm-hmm. Like when you get into university, everything's everywhere and you can like, <laughs> how many dating apps are there, Christian yeah, or non-Christian? Yeah, yeah. Like there's so many things to just meet people no matter what you're looking for um, to kind of distract yourself. Maybe it's from loneliness or maybe it's just from because you can. I don't know. Um, that's a whole thing. The amount of conversations I've had about dating apps recently is huge. Yeah. Um, what else? People come in with long distance relationships. People Mm -hmm. come in and never had been in a relationship. Every single person listening to this who's at uni, you will have that one person in your flat who's in a long term relationship and always gets so emotional, probably in like week three of term, week four of term. I just miss them so much. I love them so much. If you don't know who that person is, it's you. <laughs> well, says that is so funny. That is such a thing. Yeah, one hundred percent. But it's all you're right. It's all around you, isn't it? Yeah. So like, there's it's, so it, many different statuses. There's so many different motivations. Yeah, and, and it's it's talked about so much and like yeah, both in the sense of you know on a night out and like as we mm. talked about in episode one, like getting people on a night out, things yeah. like that. But. Even just like you say, like our friendships always have like mm. one of my mate, one of someone I knew at uni used to use the phrase um, friendships with potential. No, which which but like pe- I remember the time people thinking, oh, I kind of get that, like because you kind of like you're seeking a relationship for a friendship. But I was like, oh, but that means you never have a value on friendship with no. someone who's who's of the opposite sex to you, or whatever. And that, that something that's quite interesting in the yeah. kind of context of like you say, you're like you sort of mm. oh this could be something, this could be something. Yeah. it means you often second guess things. Like mm. I definitely think that in my first year house so like with people that weren't Christian they'd be like mm. always be a bit of tension because mm. you'd be like oh, I'm not sure do they like them do they like them mm, yeah. should they get them that's get so them? true and you yeah. see the same in like church and CU yeah. settings and um, I often think at uni people can quite quickly jump to liking someone and then mm. quite quickly be like I love them I'm going to yeah. marry them and you're like whoa yeah. whoa <laughs> like, totally yeah. yeah yeah it's such an intense environment and also the kind of like I say in the default setting is who can, who can I get with? Who can I be with? Who do I fancy? Mm. Or like, who do I prefer out of these two? Like that sort of thing. This, yeah. That is just instant default because you live with these people or 
you you can choose where you spend your time like nothing mm-hmm. else mm-hmm. yeah yeah and i think all of that is kind of almost like a quest for something mm. so and that's something that we want to think about we'll come back to the end of the podcast but mm. in in kind of seeking relationships and seeking kind of i guess um I don't know what the language would be. Encounters of people. You know, it's not just yeah. relationships. It's numbers. It's like you say, it's dating people. It's like getting yeah. people hookups, that sort of thing. Um, the question I have for people, I'll ask people, is like, what are you seeking in that? So it's like, yeah. are, you, are you seeking to kind of fill a hole? Are you seeking, like you say, to answer loneliness? Is it, mm. are you seeking contentment or meaning or fulfillment in that? Mm. Um, and that is a challenge, I think, to address and talk about, which is why we wouldn't just name that, don't we? We want yeah. to be like, actually, what is it that people are seeking behind this? And also, what does the Bible say about this? What does the Bible say about singleness? Yeah, exactly. Um, I actually didn't really, again, in my first year, something about, I remember someone saying something about um, Paul in in somewhere in the New Testament, says something about the advantage of singleness. And I just kind of kept that, I didn't research it, I didn't think about it, I just kept it in my mind and kind of, I guess like meditated on it for a few months. Pondered it. Pondered the meaning of life Hmm. in that Bible verse. Which is actually First Corinthians seven. Which, Ooh. if you want to go um, read that, it's definitely one to read. It's actually all about um, Paul addressing the church to do with marriage, and then um, if you're a widow or being not married. Mm-hmm. Also, a lot of it comes back to like self control as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. So he's completely speaking from his perspective, um, and he's single. And what he kind of says there's some commentary around it mm. is that he has a gift in staying in self-control um yeah. which is his gift of singleness yeah. he's able to do that therefore he does and what he says to the church is that singleness is a gift because we can seek jesus above everything else something that he had like he says more specifically is that the unmarried can spend time thinking what concerns jesus how can i please jesus Mm. whereas the married have to also think how do i please my husband my wife how can i think about what concerns them he says um what they have to think about what concerns the world whereas Mm -hmm. you can think of the kingdom of god Mm. and that is so true also married people should also be thinking about the kingdom of god it's provocative isn't it yeah it really is because i definitely don't think that in the church, or outside of the church, is a way we like yeah. honor singleness mm. and value it as a as, as a yeah. kind of status, as a as a calling, like you say, yeah. as, as Paul says. Yeah, totally. Yeah, so I think that's like the when it comes what you was just saying about um, the quest for something mm. or all all the different perspectives that we just named of what we see in uni culture. I don't think many people think about, oh, how does this impact my relationship? Or how can this be advantageous to my relationship with Jesus? Because that is what Paul's saying, is mm. it can be and it is. Oh, within singleness, do you mean? Within yeah, singleness, yeah yeah. yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that kind of, I guess, because you, you say sometimes the kind of the Christian narrative of uni. Because mm. so many people, like, particularly if you've grown up, so you've yeah. grown up in a church, maybe like y- your parents might have met at uni mm. or... You know, we've all got friends and family that have had that if you've grown yeah. up in the church. and So it can mean that you sometimes go to church, and go to church at uni or Christian context at uni and think, mm. this is where I'll meet my, the one, you know yeah. what I mean? whoever the one is. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think it's thinking for actually, no, singleness is a gift. Yeah. And like, it is a gift from God, as Paul says. Mm. Um, and like you say, Paul was single, Jesus was single. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, the, yeah. the, the, the one perfect man ever. Yeah. We're single. Which 
Someone was talking to me about this the other day. Mm. People used to get married 13, 14, and he, what, yeah, 31? Wow. How old is Jesus before he passed up until... Day three. Day three. Yeah. So he was single in that time. That's a whole different context than being 21 in the church, which, yeah, it might feel like everyone's getting married or mm. um, Christians get married young sort of thing. Like That's definitely a thing in university. It is mental, by the way, how, how young Christians no, get married. Yeah. It's, it's basically because... I think a lot of the time it's because they're horny, let's be honest yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, that's kind of what Paul says. He talks about totally. it's better for you, yeah. you know, to, to burn with passion, yeah. get married, burn with passion. Yeah. Um, people don't admit that, but as yeah. someone who got married, that's a thing, let me tell you that. <laughs> Self-control <laughs> is a thing. Yeah, that, that, you know what? I got real shocked when I was reading that earlier because I was like, oh, it's totally focused around self-control. Yeah. Like how Paul's addressing it. And that is like one of the key Bible verses that points to singleness. And self-control is a fruit of the spirit. Yeah. So if you're walking with the Spirit, if the Holy Spirit is, yeah. you know, is kind of abiding in you, if you're abiding with Him, yeah. if that's sort of, you're growing in your relationship with Him and knowing more of Him, that will produce fruit. That will mm. produce the fruit of self-control that will help you in those situations and help you kind of yeah. own that, make the most of that. Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about it as like, when, so like if you see singleness as a gift, just like you see, like, I don't know, what else is a gift? Like hospitality is a gift or... There's always, with gift, it doesn't mean everything's perfect. And yeah, you have this gift, therefore, I am absolutely ideal. Yeah, yeah. Like, people who say, say like, oh, I have a gift of singing. Like, so like, Paul, for example, I'm sure he, like, felt lonely occasionally. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm mm-hmm. sure he struggled with different things. He was a man, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you see it as a gift, it's it just reworks, doesn't it? How you think, okay, how can I use Jesus? How can I depend on Jesus to bring me this strength? Mm-hmm. Which is totally mm-hmm. what he can do. Whereas, like, the students who I talk to sometimes will be like, oh, I'm holding for Jesus, I'm holding for Jesus. Oh, but also I'm dating all these people. Mm. And it's, like, a totally different thing of, like, addressing whatever their motivation is for that with Jesus. Yeah, and, and Paul says um, in Philippians, Con- I, I've, I know what it is to be content Yeah. Um, in all circumstances, you know, rich, poor, hungry, fair dwellers and stuff. It's in knowing him who strengthens me and knowing Christ. Um, in me so it's that sense of like you say it might be an imperfect situation it might be something that's mm. um, it's hard work but I can be content in this I can find fulfilment in Jesus um, mm. and I think if you're if you're seeking contentment in relationships it's always going to disappoint you Yeah. so like when I started going out with, with Sarah um, it, it didn't make my faith easier I didn't mm. suddenly feel better instantly. Yeah. like yes it's brilliant and yes, it's really good, but it's it's not like problems disappear. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's not like you suddenly, okay, now I'm in a relationship, I've like ascended to a higher level of Christianity. Mm. And, I'm know, superior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I think sometimes we can feel like that when, yeah. when we're single and you can sort of idolise yeah. it. And like, I remember, that I always think about, um, I think Christians love love, if that makes sense. Yeah. So like we look at romantic love, we mm. look at relationships, we're like, oh, you guys are couple goals, oh, you're so amazing. And that's, there's, that is nice and we want to value, yeah. we want to honour couples and we want to give that time, but when we're sort of putting that on a pedestal of like, mm. these relationships is like, hallelujah, you know, like this is where it all gets sorted out, this is where yeah. it's fixed. Um, anyone that's been married longer than one week can tell you it brings up more problems. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it, yeah. you are more exposed in that, you're more yeah. exposed in a relationship than you are single. Like, mm. there's more stuff to work through in that mm. sense that, you know, so if you're single and you're thinking, I just really want to get married, I really want to get a boyfriend, get a girlfriend, yeah. it, like, is not going to bring you automatic contentment. No. Like, sorry, not sorry. It's also true of like, 
like I guess secular world or non-Christian world yeah. it's like I was I saw a meme the other day oh, yeah. and it, you know the whole thing I'm so like, glad that we're now can this be a regular feature that we apply a meme, meme to everything literally yeah, a meme to Jesus yeah there you go um, and it was, you know how like it's a thing to be like, oh, all all my like school friends are married, pregnant, own homes, like all the all the like markers of success for life, yeah. and like, I earn this salary or like <clears throat> blah blah blah. Being in a relationship or married or having a child or mm-hmm. owning a home, they're all like markers of success. Yeah, I've got in, my life together. Yeah, 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 yeah. totally. Whereas, and so even if people are like in, Miss Independent, like yeah, I'm so happy being single, they'll still like share that post, and I'm like. It just is, like, it's ingrained into everything mm, to be like, mm. oh, I'm in a relationship and here's loads of pictures of me and my boyfriend and all that sort of thing. That is, it's like, it's just everywhere, isn't it? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. This is this is where you will find success. Yeah. yeah. And and I think, what do you think about people when they've sort of, if people would say, mm. you know, no, I am happy in my singleness. Yeah. I am content in my singleness. Um, but now I've got to that point, I'm ready for a relationship. Mm. I'm expecting for a relationship. What do you think about that? Oh, that's two different things. The whole expectant thing, that like causes red flags in my mind. Yeah, okay. because yeah like, listen to Yeah, I'll phrase it badly. So yeah, what do you think about people when they say, I'm content and now I'm going to have a relationship? Yeah. So now, mm-hmm. uh, I've been single for so long, mm-hmm. now Prince Charming's going to walk through that door. Yeah. Now Samson is going to come tear down oh, the pillars of my loneliness. That's so Ruth funny. is going to come light my freshman floor. <laughs> Whatever biblical <laughs> reference you want to use. That's so funny. Um, I think when, well, yeah, I think my next question would be, why do you feel like you're ready? Like what's the, mm. what, what in you is like, this makes me ready for a relationship. Also, it's like, it's okay to say that you want a relationship. Like, yeah, there's yeah. nothing yeah, wrong yeah, yeah. with, like we're not slating marriage or anything like that. It's brilliant. It's a gift from God as well. Um, yeah, I think, I think the whole, like, so for example, when you said, um, you were single for was it five years? Yeah. And you prayed you want to get to know God. You focused on the getting to know God rather than I'm staying single. Yeah. I'm I'm abstaining from a relationship. Yeah. And so I also imagine in that you weren't like, God, I expect my wife to be waiting on my door. Yeah, yeah. On she door better me. be a ten out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which luckily case. Sarah is. <laughs> <laughs> Eleven out of ten, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think there's like a um kind of like idolatrous thing yeah. that can creep into it where yeah. it's like that sort of thing where we mm. almost make demands of God or we yeah. like expect God because it's like I'm worshipping you and I'm giving my all to you mm. but yeah. so that I can get this yeah. so, rather than I just want you Jesus mm. I, you know we sung that song yeah. if you were at uh, G2 City recently we just started singing that song nothing else like yeah. I just want you Jesus and nothing else yeah. nothing else yeah. Um, but that's that's for me what I'd ask because I'm like yeah, okay. are you just like saying oh, I'm a bit bored of my relationship with Jesus or oh, Jesus mm. isn't fulfilling me in every way possible yeah, okay. which I'm like that's not that's not up to you that's or like that's not like Jesus has cut the ties and he's like yeah I won't fulfill you in this way anymore you need to find a relationship to find this mm. um, and I yeah. think yeah like you say it's not wrong to seek a relationship it's not wrong no. to, to, to kind of want that or desire that And mm. but I would always want to know like what's your heart in that yeah. Have you really thought through? Is this something which is like your feelings mm. are taking over your thoughts? Is this something where like um, you're thinking more through like a kind of I guess almost like a sexual desire sometimes? Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, or like a romantic desire yeah. more than like a kind of genuine actually want to get to know this person better. Yeah. Actually want to just seek Jesus, and that's just this thing that I'm going for more than anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think sometimes people can kind of like find it like really stressful. Yeah. Seeking a relationship or find it really stressful the, con- mm. the, the kind of context of getting in yeah. a relationship. 
Um, well, you were saying something that you, you heard a talk recently, didn't you, about that? It was it was an interesting point in. I've set you up, but you. I totally don't know what you mean. What I set you up well, and you just absolutely what bored it. What do you eh? mean? You said about uh, the Jeff Befke stuff. Oh yeah. Oh uh, yes. Yeah. So oh, I was listening. Yeah. <laughs> I was listening to um, a little like mini sermon by is it Jefferson Bethke or Bethke? Help me out here. Uh, Becca, Becca. If, you, if you're listening, tell us because I actually don't know. <laughs> Jefferson, we love you. <laughs> no, all people that listen and know who. Jefferson, oh, that too, that too. Bethke, Bethke. Bethke. Oh, you know what? That that could distract us. Sorry. No, it's okay. I was I was you're listening, listening to, to Jeff. I was listening to Mr. Jeff. Mr. Jeff. And he was kind of like just giving a rundown on all these different things to do with singleness, and mm. also he was like kind of directly talking to the church body as a body to look after single people as well. That's cool. So he was talking about, like, um, the whole lie of, like, when he, he was saying that, like, he imagines, like, a grandma walking up to a young person, like, like shaking their cheeks and being like, don't worry, when you're totally content in Jesus, then Mr. Perfect or Mrs. Yeah. Perfect will walk through the door. Prince Charming will arrive. Ooh. And and Jefferson's like, let's look at the stats here. Does anyone know when that's happened? He's like, nope. That is so not true. I don't, I, well, I don't know any time that that's happened. Yeah. Um, in, in exactly that perfect order. But then he's also talking about like the feeling, the angst or the burden of finding a partner. Mm. Um, because it is there. And he honestly, I think lots of people will talk about this, but be like, oh, you're just not fulfilled in Jesus, so go mm-hmm. sort that issue out. But yeah. then not talk about what, what that issue is, how to help with it, anything to do with that. And what he actually just says is, it's a God-given desire to have in, to have intimacy with another person or with uh-huh. multiple people. And I don't mean, like, sexually. I don't mean physically. Yeah. Um, although that as well. Also, like, in friendships. Like, do yeah, you have intimacy good. and depth in your emotional um, conversations, for example? Or, like, are you sharing your mental well-being? Like, mm. whatever it is that's vulnerable, that's where intimacy is created. Mm. Which ultimately we get to have with Jesus and that's the perfect intimate being I guess to have it with mm. but also like we should be having this with more people than just a romantic partner like it's not like yeah. when you you find a romantic partner that's when you throw everything into it it should be practiced and also like sewn into much before that yeah I think you're bang on I think intimacy is a really important mm. word in this conversation because I think yeah um, I will say intimacy is like, like you say, it's quite highly like romanticized, sexualized. Yeah. Like that's only with, you know. It's like a taboo word. Like when yeah. you say intimacy, I said intimacy with Jesus to someone recently, and they like flinched and cringed. Mm-hmm. And I was mm-hmm. like, that's what that word is not tied to sexual conversation. Mm-hmm. Like not at all. Should we should we get the dictionary definition of intimacy? Yeah, out? go on then. Would that be helpful? Yeah. To kind of if, add to this conversation. If um. The dictionary has sexualized it. That's when I got an issue. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. So intimate intimacy, um, close familiarity or friendship. Oh wow. Okay. So it's that kind of thing. Thing of you know, like it, it should be something which yeah. Here we go. Means deeply knowing someone and mm-hmm. feeling deeply known by them. Um, wow. That is something you should desire in romantic relationships. Yeah. But that is something that you hundred percent want in your friendships. Totally. And with Jesus. Yeah. You want to, like, ultimately he is going to be the one, Jesus is going to be the one who most deeply knows the desires of mm. our heart, most deeply knows us, gracious, knits in our mother's womb, most deep, you know, and wants to us to know him. Yeah. Um, in terms of the friendship conversation, mm. um, 
I think people should pursue friendships mm. and deep, life-giving, strengthening friendships as much, if not more, than romantic relationships. Because yeah. you need, like, for me to have, like, survived my relationship with Sarah, for me to have, like, grown in that, yeah. I really needed friendship. I really mm. need to talk to mates about it. I really needed their advice, mm. their support, their prayer. Um, and it's the same now I'm married. I, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I still I still need friends. I still want friends. I still, yeah. you know, want to live yeah. life in community. That's what we're called to yeah. do as Christians, you know. Yeah. Um, and that is really important, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for us as, as a married couple, we've also seen it as something where we don't just want to be friends with married couples. Because yeah. sometimes can be that thing of, like I sent you before we went on air, I was like, nothing wrong with double dates, but sometimes it just like annoys me a bit. Because like... <laughs> like Couples hanging out all the time. It's like everything. Woo! Everything's amazing when you're a couple. Everything is awesome. Yeah. Um, but you shouldn't differentiate who your friends are based on what their relationship status is. Yeah. Uh, and like, also, if you're single, like, don't feel afraid of hanging out with other couples. No. Like that, 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 so like, like, let me just banish to hell the phrase <laughs> third wheel. Yeah. Honest, honestly, <laughs> I absolutely That's despise. So I'm, I'm, funny. I despise that phrase. Because that is saying, that is devaluing someone in a friendship context. Yeah. That is saying that you are intruding upon a couple's time. Like, yeah. maybe there will be times where you are intruding, <laughs> but that is, like, probably not. Most yeah. of the time, not. Most of the time, they actually genuinely want to be your friend. Yeah. You should want to be their friend. Like, I, mm. think there's, I think that's an awful mm. concept, third wheel, because it yeah. it's implying that you are not enough because you're mm. single. You are getting in the way of a, of a couple who's going out or whatever because you're yeah. single. No, no, no. To hell with it. To hell with it. You didn't see the finger point. (laughs) Sorry. He's passionate, y'all. No, I completely second that. Like, as a single person who has so many, like, friends who are, like... He's got so many friends. I have so many friends. I'm so fond of that. Sorry, sorry. No, who has friends who are also single or are in a relationship or engaged or married... It, it, like there's so many benefits of being friends with first of all both people involved in that relationship it's also healthy for you to be um but just seeing that as friendships because it are and also that is deeper friendship because you're getting to spend time like even like seeing my like married or like relationship up friends arguing mm. that's like i'm like oh we're friends now do you know what yeah, i mean yeah, like, yeah, yeah. that's where you get to just be in life with people because that is what it's about ultimately. that's really good that's really yeah. good yeah mm. um, I think it's worth saying as well like we the kind of I think marriage mm-hmm. and potentially even friendship we'll probably try and do one of these podcasts on at some point I think so I think it'd be pretty good yeah. content totally. I think it's a good conversation <laughs> to have it's pretty good content that we hold on it <laughs> oh yeah, yeah well the bible holds on it there we go yeah there, there we, we go. go yeah um, 100% have we got some questions for our, our friends yeah just to kind of help you again reflect on mm the different thoughts that you might have had. Obviously, skip back since it's a podcast. Um, the first question is, do you believe you can live a full life while single? Great. Uh, second question, if you're single, but you're actively seeking not to be, why is that? And whether your relationship is, is in one or not, are you being faithful and obedient to God? Wonderful. Great. That is the end of our chat right now. However, hopefully the start of many more with you guys. Um, so please keep chatting to us about all this. We've loved hearing your feedback from the last one and we're definitely going to be carrying on with these conversations in the future. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening.